all men dream, but not equally. Those who dream by night in the dusty recesses of their minds wake in the day to find that it was vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men, for they may act their dream with open eyes. So welcome back, dreamers, to another episode of Dreamers of the Day podcast. And we got a guest that's back for the second time because you know what it is. This is the Cult Dow Part 2 episode that's long anticipated. The first episode blew up. I think we got just about 100 views in the first 24 hours or 100 listens, I should say, in the first 24 hours. So I know this one will be another banger. We got Internet Dollar here with us again. And he's going to answer some some questions that um, we at, or I asked the audience who is listening and you guys blew up my DM. So I appreciate that. And uh, if you want to say hi before we start, Internet, go ahead. Say hello. Hey, Marcus, how are you? I am doing doing fantastic, man. I'm glad. So glad to have you back. Um, and thanks for bringing all the listeners, man. I got to say, I, I really appreciate that. It was so many people in the first day, large, a large amount of people. So the cult uh, community is huge. So thank you for coming on and uh, we'll get right into it, man. Um, first question. Uh, and, and, you know, if I don't ask your questions, um, people don't be uh, offended. I, I pulled some of the ones who I, or some of the questions I thought were the best. Um, but if, if we get more time, I'll, I'll see if we can ask more, you know. So first question, uh, is there a specific reason or significance behind the number of tokens for cult and revolt? Um, So let's talk about the cult first. It's obviously a play on uh, the Illuminati or the Freemasons, or probably I would say it's probably a play on uh, like the powers that be, you Mm -hmm. know, and this numerology bullshit and how um, the Vatican, London city and Washington DC control everything, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think this is just, it's like the meta is if you can get over the satanic sixes, then you're (laughs) going to make it, you know, like if that's the battle you have to fight to get into cult and then you come into our DAO and see what we're doing, it's better that people cross that hurdle first, you know, because it's only uphill from there. So it's realizing that, you know, what you're saying is like, it's realizing that by joining the, the cult Dow or getting these tokens, you're stepping over the hurdle and understanding what's kind of behind the curtain in terms of who runs the, the monetary or who runs the world essentially is what you're saying. The monetary system, the world, all that stuff. 
Yeah, like I'm definitely not going to put any words in Mr. O's mouth, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything, and your listeners should know that. But I'm going to guess the 66666 was chosen just to make people think, you know, and, and wake up a little bit before they buy the token, even. Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. And that's a the great answer, too. Um, so what about revolt? I think there was there's something on Twitter that I, I read um, each or somebody assumed. I don't know if it's true or not, but each number means like a letter. It's it's something like that. Or do you know or is that just kind of something that people are guessing at? Uh, yeah, no, it's not a guess. If you take the total supply of tokens and you break it down uh, like nine, right? So I is the ninth letter of the alphabet. So A is the first. So it's nine, one. M is A, B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M. So what is that? 13. So I'm guessing if you look at the contract, it's nine, one, 13. Okay. Yeah, let me check it. Yeah. So then what is what is that saying? I am Ryoshi. Okay. Oh, clever. And this is deep. <laughs> this is so deep. This is funny. That uh not funny. It's just cool. I have to think of how much thought went in that kind of stuff. Well, you know, you know, you know about the masks, right? That was actually, it's funny that you say that. I'm glad you're about to talk about that because that's my next question. It says, what do the masks mean? So, yeah, we can get into that, actually. So, the masks, let me just pull them so I can see them myself. Okay, I had a theory here, too, which I actually am going to tape this part and show it to Modulus, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So our Discord has been blowing up, and like a lot of people ask this question too. But if you, they say that, they say that if you, um, I think it's like if you take the, the names of the masks, it spells I am Ryoshi, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we say, So the first one, like if I, I sorted alphabetically, right? So exclamation point, Augusta, which is humble Jeff's mask, Hercules, Enus, Invictus, Mater, Orcus, Robigo, Soul, and XXV. So I think that's 25, right? Mm-hmm. So I am Ryoshi. If you arrange these, you get. Okay. I think the exclamation mark would be A. So A, I, Augusta. M is Mater. R is Robigo. Y would be probably the XXV. 
Y, O would be Orcus, S would be Sol, H would be Hercules, and the I would be Invictus. Okay. Right? So Ryoshi, so I said the, we're missing the Y, but that's probably what XXV is. But I don't think, I don't think that Modulus wouldn't have named a mask with a Y. There's got to be a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I've been looking at the... Well, I'd be looking at my wallet addresses first, and then I started looking at the token IDs for these masks and putting them into Gematria to see if anything is coming up. And I mean, there are some coincidences for sure that you can like write a good story about, but you can't confirm anything other than to say that I'm sure this is like a puzzle piece, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the a lot of the common denominator words are like God related, cabal related, um, soul rebirth, creationism, and a lot of math terms come up, right? Mm -hmm. So that's obviously me going down the rabbit hole, but I think there's more to than just these masks being I am Ryoshi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. It seems... Like just from uh, a glance, obviously, I, I haven't looked into, you know, uh, or dug deep enough down the rabbit hole, but it, it um, reminded me of like V for Vendetta masks, you know, um, granted those didn't have any like numbers or anything on them. It's just the idea that, you know, um, the ideas being bulletproof um, and you know, there's, it's, there's someone behind the mask and, or the mask uh, is housing the idea. It's not just, you know, a person. And then, you know, at the end of it, everyone had those masks on. So it was like the uh, collective had the same um, drive or goal or idea. And that's where I was kind of, uh, of thinking for it, but yeah, no, you're, um breakdown is really good no but why why 10 like why not nine yeah i don't know hmm so this is (laughs) it can it can get deep i don't know that's it's a good question maybe do you think we'll get answers more as as the the story of cult and revolt kind of plays out, or how do you think that that plays out in the future? Well, I think that I don't think we really need. I think it's better if we don't get the answers. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. I yeah. I, I feel that. And you know, it's like we get. It's basically like if we get the answers, then the mystery is gone. And then so is the love affair. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's like Satoshi. We are, we're all into Satoshi because we don't know who he is. So if we ever get the answer to why there are 10 masks, you know, why those names are there, like, I think it'll, it'll kill the project. Well, that it won't kill the project. Let's say um, if there was an Easter eggs in those masks, those, those masks or those masks led to another clue, it would mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. You know? But I guess a more succinct way to say would be if the masks were ever unmasked, 
<laughs> that would be like rugging. That would be like rugging the project. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. That makes a lot of sense. That's true. Going, yeah, going back to Satoshi, you know, he sent himself a, a transaction and then disappeared, and then the rest was up for everybody else. Um, well, he was with the project for a little bit. He he saw it off the ground. He didn't just like just start the block. He stayed around for a couple of years. Oh, he did. Okay. And still stayed anonymous during that whole time. Nobody, that's crazy. He still stayed anonymous the whole time. I mean, he had, it's fair, it's fair to say he, Satoshi stayed anonymous, but just like I'm learning, because this is the first time that I have spent in a DAO, you make friends anonymously. So you read the stories about Hal Finney and, and and Satoshi being friends, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, they don't really meet each other. But no, it, you know, even though you even though you didn't meet them, I'm sure they had a significant presence in each other's lives when when they were launching Bitcoin. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's true. And I mean, uh, that's how it is. That's how it is in this DAO in, in Cult DAO, right? So, like, I started getting into our Discord like five, six hours a day <laughs> doing work. And like this, there's this guy, Buddy in Rhode Island. Well, his mom is from Rhode Island. He sits in San Diego and he sits in the voice chat and he's like doing his work. I'm doing my work. We'll get her opinions. Then Mama Peens will come in from England and she's like, you know, driving her son somewhere always. But she wants to say hi and chill also, right? So are we friends? Yes. Are we working towards a common goal? Yes. Can I say that about people that I meet every day in life with? No. So in some cases, a DAO could be more powerful. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, you know what's going going back to the point about the masks too. Uh, you're you're right. You know, it, it's it's the ideal that keeps you guys together. It doesn't matter who your your identity is, right? It's it's the ideal. You guys are working toward the same thing, and that's powerful. So, yeah, like I can work with, you know, my coworkers every every day, you know, and, and seeing them face to face or, you know, um, working with them doesn't necessarily mean that we're, you know, working towards the same goal or we have the same aspirations. But with a project like this, I think that kind of lends itself to people working together and uh, working toward the same thing, like you said, so. Uh, anonymous or not, you know, the, the friendships are still there. And, and like you said, too, you can't say that about, you know, everyone working their nine to five or whatever it may be. So, yeah, that's that's true. That's a really good point. And in thinking about that point, a lot of the, the people on Twitter in general are anonymous, like all the big time um, NFT influencers, I guess you could call them or um the big traders like you know pentoshi or beer um all those guys i don't think i've ever seen a picture of, of any of them but they they all say they're friends so it's like yeah there's uh, when you're working towards a commonality or common goal yeah that's that seems to be more powerful uh let's see here so changing uh gears a little bit uh this question is What's a better place to hold cult, uh, MetaMask or Coinbase wallet? Or does it even matter? 
Um, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What's the best place to hold your cult? Yes. Yeah. MetaMask or uh, Coinbase wallet. Or does it matter? Like, you know, I, I added that or does it matter at the end? But that was the question. Um, I like MetaMask. Mm-hmm. JP Morgan owns the patent, the IP on it. You know, uh, people say they, they say, oh, they're asking for KYC. They've never asked me for any KYC. But here's why I like MetaMask. I mean, MetaMask is fuck all. You don't really need MetaMask, right? Mm-hmm. So all MetaMask does is just give you the buttons to operate the blockchain. I can leave MetaMask, just take my, I don't even need those 12 words. I can just take that private key that you export from MetaMask and I can go into any other fucking wallet around, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like if I hear someone ask me one more time, oh, how do I import a token? How do I do this? In MetaMask, that's like it takes a lot of patience to just be like, just fucking look <laughs> on etherscan.com or look on polygonscan.com because you should never trust the guy who coded your wallet, right? Mm-hmm. You want to see that transaction take place on the blockchain. Yeah. So so it's like, oh, I just, I just did I get in the pre-sale? It said transaction confirmed. I didn't get the click. Okay. The first thing you do is take your address in MetaMask. So on the top of it, it says zero uh, X and then they don't display the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then you have a choice, you can copy it or you can view it in Etherscan, right? So you view it in Etherscan and then just spend some time looking at that screen. It's very easy. The first page is just, if it's Etherscan, it's just Ethereum. And that first page will have how much Ethereum you have is that top number and then the US dollar value of that. And then all those transactions are only Ethereum transactions. So now let's say you bought, um, let's say you bought um, uh, Floki C, right? Or you bought uh, Doge, not Doge, or you bought SHIB, okay? Mm-hmm. So what's happening? You went to Uniswap, you've connected your wallet to Uniswap, and now you are sending ETH from your balance. So you're going to have one new transaction there on that page because that's going to show you the gas. And it's going to be like 0.0000, how much gas you paid for that transaction. Then you click the next tab and then you'll see uh, if you you had wheat, you'll see wheat leave your account. It's a yellow out. And then you'll see the uh, SHIB come in. So it's like, oh, did it, you don't need to look at MetaMask. Like when you see that thing go and you hit send, the first thing you do is just close MetaMask and look at user scan because until it says it there, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a really good breakdown. So, um... and then there's another tab. Like, and these tabs, they don't come until you have something. So open up a wallet and don't do anything with it it's going to be a blank page on Etherscan because they're not going to waste time building out. Well, it's very simple. They have a bot to do it, right? But until you click, that page will not be generated. So it won't even have ERC-20 tab. It won't have an ERC, uh, what is it? 1155 for NFTs. And it won't have the ERC, the new standard, ERC-721 for NFTs. So until you get that stuff, you're not going to get, um, uh, what do you call it? You're not gonna. You're not gonna get those tabs even. 
Yeah, until yep, until something's sitting in the wallet. So until something's sitting in the wallet, correct. Yeah. That in, I, I think a lot of like here's another thing for your listeners if they're new to crypto. Like mm-hmm. someone's gonna be like, oh, send me five bucks or send me three ETH, you know, or like uh, I need to borrow some Matic from you. Look, there's nothing wrong with doing that if that's your friend or you know what's up. But understand the second that you send money to someone, they know where your wallet is. They can't steal from you, but they know how much money you have in that specific wallet. They know how much you're holding. They know when you bought it. And they know what other wallets you've interacted with. Right? Mm -hmm. So right now, people aren't really thinking about this, right? And a lot of people will get caught in a lot of lies if people remember, like, you know, a lot of influencers, just oh, in yeah. general, husbands lying to their wives will happen. In the future, I'm pretty sure that people won't be so uh, willingly giving away their wallet addresses. Yeah, I agree. Zach XBT is on it <laughs> right now, too. So he's calling out all those guys. Uh, what is that? Ran Newer, if I'm pronouncing his name right. I know, I know Ran from CNBC, South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, I guess he's uh, speaking of um, catching people. He like he caught him in like some pump and dump schemes and uh, has outed him uh, for numerous times that he's, you know, gotten coins behind the scenes and then dumped them as soon as uh um he's talked about him on the show and so now being caught he's like trying to to sue zach xbt and another guy who go and check wallet addresses and doesn't matter if they use tornado or whatever they they still track them and then you know well um, was ran is ran the one who's being accused yeah he's one of the guys yeah yeah, I was just about to say, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, <clears throat> look, it was the wild, wild west. People were insider trading. They were knowing the liquidity of things. There were some early adopters. People had opportunities. We got to just move on. We can't like take people, rake them over the coals, right? And these are very small problems to have because it's so transparent. (laughs) This shit happening on Wall Street before you could even see this. So like people are going to wise it up quick. Uh, Yeah. One trick for your listeners though, like if you do want to start a new wallet and don't want trace or you don't want people to know what's up, you can always send Ethereum or whatever token to your Coinbase centralized exchange wallet. So you send it there. It's called the exchange wash or any other exchange. Send your coins to the exchange and from the exchange, you send them out to a fresh wallet. And that can never be traced Hmm. unless the exchange is keeping a specific wallet just for you from the withdrawal. And then the, uh, the FBI asked them for that wallet. like, it's just first exchange won't do that. It's just too much, you know? Yeah. They're keeping everyone's money in the same fucking wallet and Mm -hmm. they're they're managing a spreadsheet. Yeah. All right. It's good answers to those questions and then some good extrapolation on that and help people understand how to, you know, keep private um, and not well, speaking to. Of, speaking of Tornado Cash, I mean, I've always liked Tornado Cash. Speaking of Tornado Cash, uh, I'll give you some alpha now. Cult, uh, you know, a couple of guardians. Well, not necessarily. It wasn't a guardian's idea. Someone from the many, one of our stakers brought up this token called M87, Messier. Right, M E S S I E R eighty seven, 
So like three, four weeks ago, I jumped into Telegram just to see what's up. And like immediately it caught my attention. There was a cool like Morse code thing happening. So the, the dev was talking in code by dropping Morse code niblets in the Telegram chat. Hmm. And um, so I was like, okay, what's happening? But I was too lazy to copy and paste that Morse code and, and translate it, right? If it's not a gimmick, it'll pan out. Mm-hmm. So then I was watching it. Then another Telegram group that I'm in amongst friends, uh, they started talking about it. And then I started paying attention. Then I saw it go from 300 market cap. And then I saw it go up to 2 million. And I'm wow. like, God, it's got 100 holders. Like, whatever. I was in cult. I was happy. You know, you don't get every, you don't, you're not meant to get every opportunity, but I was a believer then. I'm like, you know, this could run. Um, then it went up to like 6 million, I think, just two days ago, three days ago. And now it's back down to 3.85. So one takeaway from this story is, you know, you don't have to ape into a coin. It's always going to come back down in price, you know? So you may miss a 50, 60% run, but when it drops 30% after that run, and if you still believe in it, then you can get your 60% back again, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure, you're going to be buying in higher, but you kind of know where the support is. You've seen it do this move before. You're more comfortable. And then maybe you take a bigger ape, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's back down. And then I paid attention. And basically what they're doing is they're developing a DAO and a treasury system, and they're buying liquidity with the 4% buy tax, 4% sell tax, we're 0.4. But what they're doing is, if I wanna send money from one wallet to another wallet without anybody knowing, then I would deposit whatever my Ethereum in their treasury, and then they give me a seed phrase. And then I just take that seed phrase and I import it to any wallet, and then whatever money I have will come back. (laughs) That's awesome. It's really awesome. So it's a totally different take on Tornado Cash. Yeah, that's pretty genius. Yeah. And I talked to the dev. He's not, I think he may have doxxed for the audit, but I spoke to him in person and, you know, he's not a dummy. It's not a rug. The liquidity's rock, locked. And uh, the dev is very polite. Uh, he speaks well and, you know, he has time in the chat. I can see him. You know, they answer questions. Um, they have a good mod team set up. There's just a sense of professionalism, you know? That's the same reason why I aped into cult. So like, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing this for a while. You can tell when the good coins are like, same way cult early on in the beginning, the telegram was small, but they had good guys working the mod. They had a good VC going. Art was in there. Mr. O was in there. They set up the Discord right. Um, you know, people had roles. It just... You know, I think it's like if the people on top know what they're doing, then the people who start coming in start feeling more comfortable, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. That's from experience. If they, you know, like you said, if they know what they're doing, then it's a trickle down. Well, dude, same thing with Shib. Like when Ryoshi, I'll I'll never forget this. Like Ryoshi was like, when when we weren't saying when Lambo. Okay. He had like 15,000 people saying when white paper, when white paper, right? <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to drop this at like two o'clock, 9 p.m. Pacific. And the white paper came out at exactly that time, you know? And no one knew what to expect. 
you know, now if I look back on it, it was like a very simple document, but it was the excitement that built up over months for what essentially was just another swap, you know, but it improved on Uniswap in the sense that there's active voting going on in ShibaSwap right now. They have this doggy demo and Cult has like 120,000 bucks staked on ShibaSwap where we're voting to make Cult a pair. So it sounds silly, right? It sounds silly as fuck, but we have a treasury, we have our interests. So we just park some money there. And now we're trying to get that pair to get some real, uh, to get some action, you know? So then more people will deposit a cult SHIB pair or a cult ETH pair. I don't know, whatever Neo she wants to do there. But not only did we park the bone there, but we bought that bone at like 20 cents and it's like 50 cents now. Wow. So... There's a lot of wins happening in this DAO right now, which is why I'm extremely bullish. You know, we I, I feel like we have like almost 19,000 holders and stakers. Um, oh, wow. That went up quite a bit. Yeah. So I just, I think that, you know, it, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's easier now, I would say, when it's smaller. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and the treasury is what we gave away. We we've invested. Well, we've given something to charity, right? So we've dispersed over a million dollars, and we have about a million right now. And we launched in February first, twenty twenty two. Okay, Meta yeah. Cartel or Malak Dow is not even giving away that much money yet. And we made some mistakes, you know. But we're not making those mistakes anymore, and we're still believing in our causes. <clears throat> It's getting harder to game. There was this one one guardian came in, put a proposal through, got it passed, sold out, and now we haven't heard from that proposal. So I think we lost 13 ETH. Mr. O says, let's give them a chance. Their socials are still active. So I'll defer to Mr. O. He's a smart guy. And who knows? Maybe Zenith will be a 10-bagger for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You never know. So, But in terms of, okay, here's another thing, like, it's not only just about money too, because just like you know, companies will spend tons of money in the Super Bowl commercials. We gave money to Giveth Regen Farm. Okay, so that whole entire farming system over there is deposit liquidity pairs, get the Giveth token, and I think I, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, and I need to spend more time. I'll learn about it in Barcelona, but basically, it's. Uh, a way to give back by providing liquidity, I believe. Okay. Hold on. Let me not get that wrong. It's Drift Green is dope. Give it region. Region farms present the next generation of refi liquidity, mining opportunities for DAOs. The Give Farm offers lucrative APRs to give liquidity providers on mainnet and the Gnosis chain. Okay. So, so here's the thing. We gave 13 ETH to them, right? They've Mm -hmm. launched a liquidity pair. So it helps them because now they're getting, you know, money deposited in their, in their platform, the give farm, right? And because of that, they're going to, because we're providing liquidity and cult give, um, they're going to give us a lucrative APR. 
Wow. And yeah, it may be like a ridiculous 4,000, 2,000, 3,000%. But the difference with this is it's giving out over time. So it's like six, seven months, eight months, nine months. It's a stream. It's a continuous stream. Gotcha. So it enables high APRs, but it decreases cell pressure. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's going to attract a certain type of person. It's going to attract a long-term holder and somebody who believes in the project, which is a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I was going to say too, I think Colt um, is doing a good job of that, like a, attracting a longer term holder with uh, firstly with their volt drop and things like that. But it seems like that's where the eyes are. So that sounds like a great project to, to be, you know, vested in or to have uh, given okay, some okay, ETH okay, to. Okay. 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 Um... Let's see. We can tell you right now because you're like, you know, that's what cult is too. Seven million market cap and the treasury already has 32 ETH in it. Wow. Yep. Let me get the contract address and I'll tell you exactly what percent of supply. It's called U Revolt. <laughs> that's great. U Revolt. <laughs> you know, I'm staking to get my U Revolt. Looks like there's 6.4 trillion already. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Staking has not even been live for 24 hours. 6.4 trillion is being staked right now. 439 people already. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, 6.4 trillion. Some big numbers. Yeah. I mean, it's great. But, but, but really, is it, let's, 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 it's, who cares? Like, he could have easily launched 20 billion tokens. He could have launched 20 trillion, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the value. The value is like the people amount, which is for today, but they have some bots too. But let's talk about the money value amount, you know? Dude, the entire market was red and this token sold out a thousand ETH in less than like three hours. Yeah. And it's a sister token to the big one, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. I was pretty, uh, pretty surprised. Pretty surprised to see that. Um, I have a, a chat with one of the guys that, you know, I work with with Verge Currency and he was able, he was messaging me and he's like, this is, all right, I can do this. I'm gonna do the bridge. And um, what did he, he did in like 30 minutes, you know? And this is coming from a purely crypto guy, not a, um, not somebody who's very familiar with tokens. So for him to have done it in, you know, 30 minutes <laughs> means he really like focused and was like, I really wanna be a part of this ecosystem. And uh, shortly after that, I think I looked again the next the next morning, and it was it was sold out. It was a thousand uh, a thousand um, ETH when everyone is supposedly conserving money because we're you know in a bear market in a recession. But it's like wow, that's that's power. That's amazing. Definitely, yeah, it, yeah, it, it really is, and and it was such a the first two two blocks or whatever first two rounds 
where it was like uh, uh, only limited to people who were on the list. That was like a little bit painstaking for everybody, but it gave the people who are small a chance to get in without having to face too much pressure, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like some people were coming like an hour before. That's that's the way it should be done. Like none of these things should be life or death, you know? Yeah. Then, then the thing opened up and there was plenty of time for everybody who was not on the list to get in, you know? Yeah. Like people got in three or four times if they wanted after the white list was over. Yep. And I wish I had done that too. I wish I had opened up more wallets. That thing's up 200%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. I, I started looking at uh, the coin market cap um, Dude, charting. It was listed on coin market cap, Marcus, before the contract was even out. Have you ever seen that before? I don't know. I don't think I have. Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But I've never seen a coin get listed on CMC because what's the thing? It's always when Telegram, when Telegram, Dev is based, Dev is bald, mm-hmm. when blue check, when blue tick, you know? Like Revolt was out there before the even before it was even written, probably. Yeah, that's that's pretty telling. I I mean, I don't know what that means for uh, for trust or whatever. For, um, okay, okay, but okay. that's crazy. Forget about, forget, about, forget about that, bro. How about the fact? That Mr. O has burnt almost 300 eat today. Just threw it out the window. He was like, he just threw the money away. I mean, he didn't throw it away. Obviously, he bought cult with it, then sent the cult to the dead wallet. Mm-hmm. But that money is no longer with anyone. It got sent to the gods. Yeah. So, like, is this the type of guy who's going to steal from you? He could have stolen from us millions of times, you know? Yeah. Could have locked revolt liquidity up. He locked uh, cult liquidity up. Yeah, it's it's performing crazy. It's um, Volt is something else I'm looking at. It's like it surpassed Volt and Floki and all these other ones. And there's Revolt. It's like I'm pretty. It's pretty impressive. Seven point four million dollars in volume last twenty four hours. Yeah, that's impressive. Truly, truly impressive. So, yeah, I mean, that's the project is obviously, you know, some people are interested in and um, it it seems like uh, he's anonymous, like we were talking about, but it's it's something that can almost work in their favor because you know, so many people that are anonymous nowadays, at least in cryptocurrency, are more trusted. It feels like. Um, Yo, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna repeat myself again for effect because I'm gonna tweet something out. Okay. I mean, Marcus, revolt up thirty percent, and it looks like it's doing seven point four million dollars in twenty four hour volume, and the market cap is. Seven point almost eight million right now. Yeah, that's huge. This is the barest of the bear. I mean, what the fuck, dude? And and Mr. O has taken three hundred and something ETH and just bought up cult and burnt it today. Yep, those burn mechanics are are fantastic. 
instead you're you know it's uh deflationary as deflationary gets that's in it's incredible um so speaking of revolt um another question was why was polygon chosen for revolt i'm guessing it probably has something to do with with fees maybe or i could be completely off base why oh so why was it on revolt and not why was it on polygon and not ethereum Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think i think at first it's fees but then it also like because i mean they very we all realize look this voting is being really expensive and and it's not necessarily about the money but it's you want participation especially in the early days of a dow right Mm -hmm. so it just costs too much money but now um and actually revolt doesn't even solve that problem because revolt is its own ecosystem of committing acts of revolt uh, to get paid. But we found out like a week ago that cult is gonna move towards a snapshot type voting system. So it's basically just signing a transaction and then you don't need to, uh, you don't, you, 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 so everyone will sign the transaction by a certain date. And then we only push one through and pay gas for one, one thing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be an expensive transaction, but you know what? It's better than everyone paying 80 bucks. You know, we'll have a community fund for it. Yeah, that makes more sense in terms of spending for sure. That's that's smart. Can we do a part three? It doesn't have to be about this token, but I like being on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, we could do whatever, man. You can come back as, as much as you want. Let's see. So we already end the... We already answered this question pretty much. How many holders are there? There's there's like 19,000 now. I think I checked it not too long ago. It was 15, so it's moving quick. Um, let me scroll through this one. Is the team doxed? No, we kind of talked a little bit about that with being anonymous. Um, this question is, where can I find out about the Guardians? I mean, this... Probably the Discord would be the, the. I'll let you answer. That. Is Discord the best place to to talk to, and, and communicate with guardians? Um, Discord is probably the best place to communicate with the guardians. Um, and Twitter is good. So, but Discord is a good place. Like if you're trying to get money and do a proposal for the guardians, uh, Telegram also you can open up a. Actually, you know what? I I have talks with people on Twitter DMs, Telegram DMs, and Discord. I do business in Discord, like actually discuss proposals and stuff. But to get the meeting or to like get your thing up in front of us, any one of those places is fine. You know, all my DMs are open. Jeff's are, Neo's are, Croats are, Holly's are. Uh, there's also like a Twitter. Uh, someone created, I'll send it to you now, I'll tweet it to you. But somebody created like a list with all the guardians on it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's great. That's a good but answer to that question. Are, half of them are not doxxed. So, you know, tell your, your listeners just you don't know them until you talk to them, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So that's you answered that one really well. Let's see. And we, we talked about this question. I'm I'm reading. Um, I'm new to crypto. How will I know if it's not a rug? Uh, really in part one we kind of talked about that with the the liquidity lock um but we kind of went over it a little bit more with how much is is locked and how much is essentially burned sending to dead wallet so i mean um you know it 
if you're trying to rug someone, you're not going to, you know, send 300 ETH worth of that to a, a wallet that you can't, you know, get anything from. So, I mean, still obviously use caution, but um, like just when when people in crypto do projects and, and make, you know, tokens or coins or whatever, um, just look at how, look at the tokenomics. I guess that would be the best way to answer. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Um, well, well by, by the math, bro. So like it's safe because you can see it on Unicrypt. Like those tokens, the liquidity is locked. Like it cannot be moved, right? The keys are renounced. The contract mm-hmm. can change. That's why we call this the infinite machine because it's code. You can take down the website but the blockchain is still running. And those co- the contract keys, the private keys that created that contract are gone, they're renounced. So it's proven under the blockchain. They cannot, that contract can never be changed. And the money that was put into that contract to launch this token is probably touching $8 million right now. It is locked away for 264 years. So if that does not give a potential investor a reason to look closer, then that potential investor should just go buy safe moon. <laughs> you know, go buy safe moon or or go buy Bitcoin Cash or something. And you know, you're probably who knows? You may do well. Go go buy one of those, those metaverse tokens that rugged so beautifully last time. <laughs> yeah. There's a million of those, unfortunately. All right. It's evil people out there. Like they're all just stealing and spamming and giving you, like, you know, like, oh, I'm from support. You know, you're getting an airdrop. Please connect to this. Mm-hmm. Don't ever click on a link. Ever click on a link in crypto unless you know what you're clicking on, you know, mm-hmm. and you're expecting it. Yeah. And I would go as far to say, don't click on a link somebody sends you via D- dm i would like if you can open the link up uh, in a um in a tab like a different separate tab where obviously you don't have your wallets or anything connected to if you want to check uh the url not open the link but like copy and paste the link don't open it up and and you know um connect to anything just check the link make sure it's well not weird yeah not only that, like just the link, like just the other, just the other week in our, in our cult disc, uh, cult discord, we have a very active member named buddy. Right. So somebody took his profile picture and was DMing people. So like oh, you could wow. think you, know, you, talk, you could think you talk to buddy, you know, what's up. Yeah. If I saw buddy, if, if, if I saw buddy in my DM, like sending me a, Hey, this, I don't think I would think twice, you know? Mm -hmm. so yeah you have to be very careful yeah that's that's number one uh for everyone listening because i get new listeners all the time and i i don't just mean like new listeners that have been here i mean like new listeners who are also new to crypto so it's like that's that's really really good advice with these discords you gotta be careful sometimes the bots get hacked too um i mean maybe someday somebody will create a different you know, service than Discord. But right now, that's what we're using, and that's where you can reach these people. You just have to use extreme caution. So, 
be very, very careful. Uh, let me see. This one's a little off uh, cult and revolt um, topic. The question is, I think it's a good one, um, especially if you haven't been, if they haven't been here long. It's how long do bear markets last? Um I mean that that's a good question. I, I think it it what well, Bitcoin's uh cycle is usually like uh what was it 2017 was like the peak 2018, 2019, 20, So yeah, it's like a four, it's usually a four-year cycle, right? Because 2013 and 2017 was four years. So I, I guess is is it about four years or is my math off or uh so Bitcoin has never dipped below the four-year price moving average. Okay. So have I been in a winter that lasted three years? Yeah. Yeah, it, it could be three years, but it's not so boring. You know, there a, lot, a lot of drama happens in that three years. We move sideways. We don't also necessarily move down always. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's like, true. Like basically for me, this is like how, this is my fourth bear, right? And basically... When we touched that all-time high of 68 or 67K, every day that we did not cross that high, we were building pressure for our bear. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So every single day that we didn't go up to 100K is going to make our bear longer. And now we drop down to 20. We could go to 11 to 13K and it still would not shock me. I would be, okay, as expected. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, is it going to go to 3K? No, but could it touch 9K? Yes. That that would kind of be on par with its 10-year history. Yeah. Is it going to go to a million? 110%. There is no other asset on the planet Earth that is safer than Bitcoin. I agree. Obviously, I'm a crypto guy, so I, I 100% agree with that. Um, yeah, everybody's going to hate on it. Wall Street's going to hate on it. Fucking Jamie Dimon's going to hate on it. But you know what? Nobody can fuck with it. Like, it's just flawless. Yeah. It's a unit of account in a digital world that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't like, it's not heavy, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you can, you can, you can use it as collateral. People are going to be building rocket ships in the future, you know? Trade, like, you're going to want to seat at that table where, like, I, I, I foresee a future where not much Bitcoin moves, basically. Yeah. It's just, it's there, it's pegged to other assets and people exchange the keys rather than the Bitcoin. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Um, and that's where you, it'll find uh, stability. The, the market won't be uh, volatile. People think, you know, oh, I have so much time to buy and sell Bitcoin. It's always going to be these huge peaks and valleys of volatility I'll always be able to get it and sell it when it's low or buy it when it's low and then sell when it's high. I personally don't think that'll be the case. I think those peaks and valleys are going to become so small and it'll become more stable. And like you said, people will just be trading the actual like wallets or not trading, I shouldn't say, but ex- using that as like a unit of, of exchange. Um, and so the price won't have these crazy um peaks and valleys anymore um i i think it's going to be like you said it's going to be a million dollars that's not um 
for me, it's not up for debate. I think that's going to happen. Absolutely. And, you know, looking back on, on the charts, people will, will see $20,000 or 11000 or 9000 whatever it drops to, and be like, ah, I wish I would have gotten in there. So if you're listening, like, I'm not saying ape, you know, at 20K, because right now I could dip more, and it probably will. Uh, I agree with that. I, I do think that if you're if you're not into trading or you're not, you know, great with charts or looking at them, just dollar cost average, what you can afford, nothing ridiculous. Cause over the next, you know, couple of years, uh, you know, the, the economy might, you know, wallow here for a bit. So uh, just invest a little bit here and there during the bear market. I know it, it can be scary, but, uh, you know, in a, in a couple of years or a few years, you're going to, you know, look at your account and see where the market is headed again. And you're going to be like, wow, I'm really glad I put that in while I could have, while I can afford uh, to do so. Because the gains will be, you know, astronomical. And I, you can mark my words on that. We'll come back to this. I'll circle back to that quote or this podcast two years from now and, um, and play that. Because, yeah, I agree with Internet. We're going to. We're going to see a million dollars eventually, maybe not in the next, you know, cycle. But yeah, I think uh, it's going there. Uh, let me see another question. Oh, this is this is a good one. Um, what makes Colt better than other tokens? I think we talked about a lot of. A lot of things that other tokens don't have in the first one, but if you want to, you know, expound on that a little bit. Um, well, the contract is renounced. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, so, that's something a lot of them don't have. So there's no danger there. Second thing is liquidity is locked for 200 in 60 years. Okay. Um, and then I mean, the, uh, the really easy answer is the people and the community. I always say community makes coins. So our cult community, even though we're so young, you know, we are very active. We are very friendly. We all are kind of wanting the same thing. We have our fights, but we're excited and we have our eyes set on making a big difference. And that kind of gives the community a really good feel. I mean, dude, this, this token's down 86% from its high. So many people got in at the top, right? But I'm still seeing the same people here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like nothing is more bullish than that. Like I'm seeing more people come into the token. And against ETH since May 1, we're actually up. So like our Telegram chats are fun. Our Discord chats are fun. People are active on Twitter. There are no crickets. The, the, the thing is, it's it's the machine and it's working, you know? We funded over a million dollars in a bear market. Like, these are the, like, if you don't see why there's not something special about called, like, go by safe mode. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. There, it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, I, I've seen a lot of this myself because I joined the, the discord to check stuff out and, and kind of see if I can engage with people too, and, and see some of these discords, man, they have bots and they have these like fake conversations. 
which is really, really odd. Like you don't catch on to it at first, uh, maybe like in the first few minutes because there's just so many. But yeah, there's like there's some with bots and it's just like crazy. But then I joined this discord kind of investigate because there's Twitter was just so loud. And I was like, there's no way all these are real people. But then you join discord and they are and everyone's still here and nobody, you know, is complaining about price or anything. It's, it's wild. So I'll tell you listeners right now that that's a big difference. Any cryptocurrency project that's down 80% is getting called a scam right now. I guarantee you. I've been here since 2016, 2017. And every single time the price drops on these projects, somebody's calling them a scam. I don't, I don't see it. I mean, maybe it's there, but it's definitely a minority of people doing that. Um, so that's to me one of the biggest indicators of you know having a, a great community and being something you want to be part of. Also, the burn mechanics are not something you see very, very often. So or at all. I don't know if has Shib Shib doesn't really burn, not saying that they're a scam or anything, but um Shib doesn't really burn that I know of. A lot of other tokens just keep their their cap and um you know don't throw i'm not saying they're throwing money away but i'm saying they're locking that money and they're not able to use it so that's something to look out for too it's um it's it's crazy well we had the whole like i think the phase of this 10 percent by 15 percent sell tax bullshit i mm -hmm. think that's going i think that's going away like that that had its run it's got to go just like the ico craze we have a modest 0.4% tax and it doesn't go to anybody. It goes to our own treasury. You know, so like we see huge dumps, like 86 ETH sales, 20 ETH sales and in the telegram like, and no one complained. Well, some people do like the Jeets do or like new guys will be like, ah, oh, that guy cheated. But we, mm. we got 0.4% of that into our treasury. And then we fund things like Shrine House, Doing Good, Shibbone. Oh, we bought three BTC, Marcus. Wow. So Cultel has, well, uh, technically we have one WBTC and Holly has, Holly and Neo have cult to buy two real BTC. Already wow. been dispersed from the treasury. Wow. Yep. So... So like, these are good assets we're building up. Like we're definitely, I don't want to say definitely, I don't want to jinx us, but we're probably going to, uh, you know, I think we spent 730 ETH and half of that, we gave to, half of that we gave to charity. Okay. Charity. Well, I don't want to say that probably a quarter of that charity and the other quarter went to marketing for ourselves, not for like paid or anything, but like this ETH, we're a diamond sponsor at the ETH Barcelona conference, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to say that we'll bring back, you know, let's say 750. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. It's a machine. It's just, it's the a machine. machine yep. That's crazy. There it is, guys. Like, that's what makes it better. It's just, it's a machine. <laughs> it's a machine and it's not going to stop for anything for you, I, or anyone else. So that's, 
answers the question. Fantastic. Um, last question I have, um, and, and an interesting one, um, is what happens to cult when ETH 2.0 drops? That's the last one that I, I took down for today. And, you know, if there's more questions, maybe we can ask them uh, at another time. We can do, a, a you know, a part three, see how the listeners feel about this one. But, you know, for now, guys, I, I appreciate all the questions. I do want to say that before he answers this one. I appreciate everyone uh, blowing up the DMs. Um, hopefully, if you're listening, you can join their Discord the cult Dow discord. And then you can ask some of your questions in there too, and get them answered. But uh, let's see. So yeah, the question was again, what happens to cult when ETH 2.0 drops or do we know? Uh, yeah. So nothing will happen. It's going to operate the same exact way. It'll, it'll probably just be easier to vote and cheaper to vote. Awesome. That's pure and simple answer. Cause the, the purpose of ETH 2.0 is to, uh, reduce fees, correct? And then it's going to pr- proof of stake, right? Right. It's actually a very big thing change that's happening. And I don't want to scare your viewers or whatever. But I shouldn't even say this, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. And I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. Fair. I don't, I don't think the Ethereum miners want to do it. And, you know, the people are giving their ETH to these black hole staking farms will never get their ETH back. So I don't think that it's going to be like a total failure because no one is going to let them lose that ETH like that. Um, which is also the reason why Bitcoin is going to live forever because look, Ethereum can roll back their blockchain. They can all come together and make a decision. Um, that could never happen in Bitcoin. Mm. I personally don't want it to, to change. <laughs> it's ETH. I don't know if it still is, but it was the most profitable uh, coin to mine or the token to mine. Um, for a long time, like in 2016, 2017, when I was looking into mining. Uh, I was just looking at the cost versus Bitcoin, and it was way more profitable to mine ETH. And there's so many ecosystems built on it the way it is. And for you to go proof of stake, it's kind of just like, and what if a person just is holding like a million ETH somewhere? You know what I mean? Like you're just going to reward the largest holder with proof of stake. So I don't know. I'd rather it not. That's just my opinion too. Yeah. And also like proof of stake. Like, so I don't know if you're familiar with EOS, but like this, when you have this proof of stake validator thing, you have to be really careful that people don't collude. Right. And the argument is, well, they're not going to collude because it's their own network, but don't underestimate people ganging up and joining cliques. Um, Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just, it's just, you're bringing in a big human element into it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the truth. But if, if, if Ethereum can't pivot in this direction, then none of these coins will make it right. So it doesn't really matter. Let them try. They're still going to be out on top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have all the capital in the world. It doesn't, regardless of what happens, it's, you know, they're they're going to succeed they're too large to fail so yeah all right well guys uh thank you so much for listening uh he answered so many questions so i I gotta give you a big thanks internet dollar thank you so much for uh being on again and answering all those questions um 
And thank you for being so entertaining for the listeners. Uh, the, they definitely enjoyed listening to you first time around, and I'm sure they're going to enjoy listening to this, having all their questions answered. Um, yeah. So you're always, you're always welcome back here for sure. Always uh, a place for you. If you ever want to come back and, and talk. Uh, great, bro. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good talking to you. And I would like to come back and talk about other things besides cult, but obviously I'll give a cult update um, because it's not going away. It's only going to get bigger. For sure. Yeah. Next time uh, we'll have to see, maybe we'll, we'll, we can talk about like the state of the markets and, um, you talked about Barcelona, so we can have you back and talk about your experiences there and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. It'd be great. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we'll put this episode up dreamers and then, um, we'll have, uh, some more surprises for you and get the next step out. So stay tuned for more. All right, guys. <laughs>